Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Tired of the State of Mind podcast. As always, it's your host, Anthony, and today we're going to be discussing a whole bunch of things, um, starting with uh, something that I think is pretty cool, which is um, kind of like an introspective view of myself during COVID. Uh, and the reason I want to do this is because uh, we have an assignment in one of my classes where I was supposed to do a podcast episode with a classmate, uh, and this is the exact topic that we chose to do. Uh, and we, we also threw in like a relation to social media and how that was incorporated into um, how we felt about ourselves and our growth. But um, we'll see if I even touch on that today in this episode. So far, I'm thinking maybe just talk about, you know, how I've seen myself grow throughout COVID. What are some changes that I've gone through uh, and things like that. So let's just jump right in to, I guess, where it all began. After, you know, COVID hit, I still had a job. Um, I wasn't really fearing for a loss of job because my company had a lot to do with um, packages and like we would sort through packages. And, you know, as you guys all know, places like Amazon and online retailers really um, boomed during the pandemic because everyone just started ordering online. It became like the safe and the norm to do just your shopping online from groceries to, uh, you know, just basic need items. So right there, it, it, it kind of helped my industry like to even grow as well, the industry that I was in. So I really wasn't fearing for my job. It was all fine. I just feel like overall, I was in a, in a pretty good place when the pandemic started. Uh, I ended up quitting that job just for personal reasons, not because of anything relating to COVID, but I quickly found that it's not as easy to get a different job during these times so i ended up working in retail uh got sick that's no surprise because you know retail um so i got sick with covid i think that was the point where i finally like started to understand like the suffering and and um what is it called like the the dread of financial burdens that i knew were going to come as a result of me being out for two weeks so that's when I really just started shifting gears and I was like, this cannot happen again. Like I can never be in this position again. Um, and so I, I remember, you know, trying to get paid for the two weeks that I was out because um, the company I was working for was offering that, but I, I was a new associate. I literally had been working there for two weeks. So I was like, maybe they're not going to pay. Um, like it doesn't seem like they would, especially just cause I'm like brand new. It could look like I just started the job to claim out COVID and then just get a free paycheck. So I was like stressing about all that and I was like, you know what, I'm not going to rely on this because if I didn't work, uh, I don't think I'm going to get the money. That's just, that was my mindset. And so I had to find other ways to make, you know, what money I did have in my account last me for pretty much a month because I wasn't working for two weeks. And then by the time I had to, you know, go back to work, it'd be another two weeks before I got a paycheck. So it was kind of stressful. I did have to rely on family members, um, but that was the last time that I had decided for myself to to go through this and to to be in this position because I had no reason to be in this position. I mean, I was I was still living with my parents. Yeah, I had bills. I had um a car payment, you know, other other big bills like that, but nothing massive, nothing like a mortgage or um or childcare, you know, nothing big like that. And so I was like, how is it possible that I'm making this amount of money and I don't have any of it. Like, where is it? Where has it gone? Uh, and that really just got me angry at myself for putting myself in this position. Uh, and so prior to this, prior to even COVID, 
I started listening to financial podcasts because I wanted to be in charge of my financial future, but I didn't really know where to start. So I was kind of like, you know, I'm just going to listen to many podcasts, see what these experts have to say and see what I can apply to my day to day life. Uh, And that decision was something that really changed my life. Uh, It's been a few months now, uh, but I I have amassed a savings that is, you know, very, very modest, but uh, probably like 10 times more than what I had, uh, you know, when I when I got sick. Uh, and so now I have this little cushion. I feel like a weight has been lifted off my shoulders. I don't have to, I don't ever have to feel like if I don't work again for two weeks, I'm not going to be able to pay my car. I'm not going to be able to afford school and any other sum of payments that I have coming up. Uh, so I feel like COVID and, and getting COVID was definitely something that changed my financial future for the better. And it's something that I'm um, I'm grateful for. And like I was telling my classmate, I'm not grateful for COVID in any way. Um, it's obviously made life harder for, you know, just the average person. Uh, and I I understand that and I know that I probably haven't gotten like the full experience of of what people are going through in this pandemic but financially I've been in a really great position uh and I think I didn't talk about this sooner because I was it kind of didn't feel right and it still doesn't feel right. Uh, it doesn't feel right to feel like prosperous during this time even though that's exactly how I feel. It doesn't feel right to talk about it either and it doesn't feel right to share like how well I'm doing but the reality of it is is that that's where I am and uh, I I just feel like I have to share this experience because it's something that's made me stronger as a person and uh, and I like that feeling and I want to share that with others you know it's sad that it took me getting sick with with um, pandemic virus to realize that I needed to strengthen my financial future. But I feel like that is the reality for almost everyone that struggled in the pandemic. Just some have made it through and some have not. And that is, of course, depending on the size of your bills, what kind of bills, uh, and you know if you have financial help from friends and family around you that have more than enough and are willing to help push you through this time. So that's one of the biggest changes. Um, one of the other things I wanted to talk about, though, was, um, and I guess we are going to get into it, social media. Social media was like this crazy frenzy of people like taking advantage of this. Uh, and, and it was like this whole thing in the beginning where everyone was posting about how great they were going to be. Like there was memes like, uh, you know, this is how I am right now. This is going to be me after quarantine. And they're like all fit. Everyone's trying to be productive. Everyone's starting to... Um, create their own businesses and like I said it was just this whole big thing it was like almost like a movement like we're not gonna let COVID stop us from fulfilling our dreams or becoming our best selves and while I feel like a lot of people um you know believed this or or were aspiring to do this to be like the better version of themselves or the best version of themselves that they could be during quarantine a lot of the times it came off as tone deaf because you could tell who was struggling and who wasn't. And the people that were focused on their fitness and on their um, on their looks and on their eating habits definitely were not struggling financially and therefore were able to put their time and energy into something um, that was bettering themselves. And I'm not saying that's bad, but it does come off as tone deaf, especially in retrospect, looking back at it, it's just, 
it's like ridiculous almost that we are putting so much emphasis on being these productive beings when there's literally people dying around us, neighbors getting extremely sick, having to go to the hospital, and we're over here posting on TikTok and, and Instagram about our new body goals and our new um, PRs and everything like that. So, uh, sorry, every time I talk like this, it sounds like I'm going to cry because <laughs> my voice starts to get really hoarse and dry, but I'm not going to cry, I promise. Anyway, so... And that's one of the biggest things that I wanted to touch on. And, and it, I haven't made an episode because a lot of what's been happening around me has been good. And I just don't feel like that's something that I wanted to share because of that potential of coming off as tone deaf. Um, and yeah, so I guess that's why it's taken me like over two months to create a new episode for this um, for this podcast, but it's not like I completely threw it aside. You know, I've been thinking like, what can I do? What can I do that isn't COVID related? But I mean, if you look around, everything is COVID related. Everything you do now has to do with COVID. Like, are you going to hang out with your friends? Well, I don't know. Are they vaccinated? Have they been sick? Are they high risk? You know, are you going to look for a new job? Well, are they hiring right now? Are they letting people go? Has the industry been booming? You know, literally every turn, everything you're doing with your life right now has to do with COVID. So it's kind of hard to avoid and it's definitely hard to not talk about. Uh, but it can be scary because you, you run the possibility of saying something that can be offensive, even if that's not your intention, which I feel like uh, is most of the social media influencers. Uh, you know, we, we got like a glimpse of that when all of the celebrities, especially Ellen, were getting canceled because they they were just so tone deaf, like, oh, I have to stay at home. But you don't have the financial burden that almost everyone does. Um, like, you're fine. You're fine. And I feel like they just took it the wrong way. Like they were looking at uh, um, staying at home as something that was bad when a lot of people were looking at staying at home being bad because they were not able to make money from home. Whereas these celebrities still are. And, you know, I think that's where the tone deafness came from. Um, but either way, social media, I think, had a big influence in in our perception of COVID, especially in the beginning, we all just thought we could write it out, stay at home, be productive, but we weren't really worrying about each other. We weren't really um, seeing the bigger picture and the financial crisis that was going to um, affect millions of people, not just in America, but everywhere. I feel like a lot of people forget that this isn't just in America, that this is something that's happening worldwide. So for some, it can, especially like a whole community, it could be a whole community thriving, thriving and doing well, um, but then for others, they're like in the worst financial situation that they've ever been in their lives. And that doesn't mean that they're bad with money. It doesn't mean that they didn't have savings. It doesn't mean that they're bad people because they have to um, use their credit cards now and use their, their last bit of savings and retirements to get by. Because no one saw this coming. It's not something that you can plan for even if you do have savings. I just feel like that whole side of the pandemic was kind of glossed over by these influencers and social stars who were just talking about how productive they were going to be. And that became almost trendy to be like, look what I'm doing with my time. But not everyone has that luxury. Um, and, and I know it doesn't mean that just because someone's doing worse than me doesn't mean I can't celebrate my victories. Uh, because I understand that. I understand exactly where people are coming from when they say that because like I said I didn't really want to talk about my experiences because I felt like I would be um, no better than those influencers preaching about being their better selves uh, because it, it, it's just sad that some people are thriving and sad that others can't and we just we're so focused on ourselves and I feel like social media has amplified that in recent years that we just forget that there's a, a whole other side of 
everything, of any argument, of any perspective. We just see what we want to see and the algorithms on TikTok and Instagram and make that even more possible. You know, you like one self-improvement video, one workout video, and next thing you know, they're flooding your timelines. So it, it makes it hard to, especially if your job, if your career is social media, to understand the other side of things, but it's not impossible. And it's not impossible to, uh, to correct your course of action um, but I, I want to like, I want to make sure you guys understand that I'm not saying it's not bad or that it's bad to celebrate, you know, that you've started a business, that you've started making income. Like that's good. And that's, that's awesome for you, but just make sure it comes off in a way where you're not, you're not coming off as you, you feel like you're better than others because you figured out a way to make this work for you because not everyone has that luxury. Like I said, uh, so I feel like social media uh, while it can be entertaining and, and I have gotten a lot of hours of entertainment from it, you know, when I had nothing else to do, while that can be the case, it can also be very harmful, especially when big, huge world events like this happen because the narrative can become so one-sided. So I just wanted to touch on that a little bit. Uh, and I want to talk about how it affected me personally because I did fall into this trap. Um, not with finances because like I said at first, the very beginning, I was fine. Like my my industry was booming, so I had no reason to believe that, you know, I was gonna lose my job, and I didn't. Um, but I felt like I had to keep up the pace, uh, keep up my, um, you know, you guys have know if you ta- if you've listened to my other podcast, you know how how much I love to exercise, how much I love fitness in general. Um, so it was hard for me in the beginning, I think I was, I was with a, with a personal trainer online, uh, and he had like, uh, a few other clients that he was helping. And, and I remember telling him, I was like, you know, it's kind of hard. Uh, this is when everything closed down. The gyms were closed. I was like, it's hard to stay motivated. And I don't see a reason to work out if, you know, if I'm not going to be able to reach my fullest potential, because I thought I needed the gym to do that. Uh, and he's like, yeah, like everyone's been telling me that. So I think what's going to happen is like, I'm going to do a home workout routine and we're going to go about it that way. And I was like, yeah, that sounds good. Um, but it, it was just hard because I wanted to, to prove to myself that I could keep working out and that, w- that it wasn't a big deal. Um, just because there was like, you know, a pandemic going on. That was my mindset. And I, I realized that, um, it's not worth it because the reason I loved working out was because first it feels it feels good you know you you feel awesome uh physically and then you also get like that motivation internally when you start seeing progress so it's cool but i loved just going to the gym environment like that's what kept me going like other like-minded people going to the gym you know we're all just giving it our all um trying to reach our goals together and even though you know you don't talk to people at the gym like you just you're all there for that same purpose for that same reason and it's it's a community and and then that's what I missed more than the feeling of working out, more than the progress. And and I feel like I didn't really realize that because at the time I was watching all these TikToks that were like, you know, I'm going to keep my fitness. I'm going to keep my goals up. And like it, it soon shifted for me personally to that becoming my goal instead of feeling good. I just wanted to look good to keep up with everybody else, uh, to keep up with this trendy thing going on in social media because of the pandemic. Um, I realized you know, later on that, that's, that's not what I want to do. Um, you know, I still want to look good, but it's definitely never been a priority for me. 
if it was, you know, I would have a six pack and everything. Uh, but I just, I like being slim and um, I like being able to uh, run and stay active. So whatever my body looks like, as long as I'm able to do that, that's fine with me. But I did get caught up in this whole COVID thing. I was like, yeah, you know, by the end of quarantine, I'm going to look like this. I'm going to be able to lift this. And I was like, wait, why? Like, why? Because people online are saying to do this. Like, because people are, are uh, doing this, supposedly. Um, and yeah, some people did it. Some people were able to, you know, get their quarantine um, dream bodies or whatever. Um, but it, it was just really damaging because that's not the only area of of um, self-improvement that social media people were focusing on. I've touched on making your own business, of course, the fitness side of things. Um, but there was like a lot of people doing self or not self home improvement things, too. Like, I'm going to build this. I'm going to build that. And like while it can be inspirational to people that are in a good um, financial standing, it can also be discouraging to a lot of people. And, and it's hard because, like I said, the algorithm pushes that kind of stuff when it's trending. So you don't really have an option at that point when it's trending to not see stuff like that on your page, even if you're not liking it or interacting with it at that point. And so that's what sucks about social media and especially the way it interacted or um, kind of, um, yeah, I guess interacted with, with COVID. Um, that at a certain point, it became all about, you know, you have to be doing something, you should be doing something. Um, eventually that switched. Um, a lot of people started speaking out about, you know, I don't have to be productive. Like I'm not in a good state of mind. Why, why do I have to pretend to be? Uh, and I'm glad that that happened because, um, it really, I feel like it really evened out the content, the type of content we saw on, um, on TikTok and on Instagram and all that kind of stuff. Um, a lot of people were saying, you know, take care of yourself first. Like, don't don't be worried about um, uh, keeping up with the Joneses and posting about it on social media. So I'm glad that that shift happened. It, it was somewhat gradual, but then more and more people started speaking out on it. And I love that. I love that it was able to kind of, like I said, even out. And I feel like now it's easy to be like, you know, I kind of want some encouragement. And so I'm going to go to that side of Instagram or, you know, like there's a lot of people talking about self-help, like, let me focus on that for a little bit. Whereas before, especially in the beginning of the pandemic, it was very one-sided and very hard to escape. Yeah, I think that's my two thoughts on how social media impacted COVID. Um, other than that, I feel like COVID has definitely helped launch a lot of people into uh, into a direction that is healthy and great for them. Um, and I think that applies to me as well. I definitely think without getting sick, without having those two weeks to really reflect on my finances, I would not have been in the situation I am today where I am, I feel like stable with my finances. I don't have to worry about not having enough for the first time in like forever. And and I definitely feel like there's a lot of people out there like me who, who experienced this, who experienced some sort of growth. Um, but it, it just, it really falls on the individual to share that and to share how um how really grateful they are um or not and i think depending on how you choose to share your content is uh is how people are going to perceive it so i think everyone just needs to be humble because yeah like share your wins share your um share your growing business you know like you you're allowed to do all that and you should feel happy and you should be able to share that happiness and success with everyone online but there comes a certain point or a certain way of saying things where it's just not okay and it can do more harm than good uh so i think there's a fine line that we 
we need to kind of tackle. Uh, but it doesn't just stop with, you know, COVID motivation and stuff like that. I feel like that's with everything, but it's definitely been a lot more highlighted with COVID, uh, especially with the celebrities. The celebrities are the ones who came off as more tone deaf than anything. Um, but yeah, like I said, I feel like it's impacted people both negatively, very negatively with loss of loved ones or positively, like you, maybe you've come out making more money than you were before. Uh, and that's good for you. So just be careful, I feel like, how you say things. Because how you say things is how people are going to perceive them. Um, not always, but sometimes. And you have control over the way you say things. But yeah, share your wins, share your successes. I know I am. I'm doing that with this podcast episode now. So I think that's everything that I had to say touching on COVID growth, COVID motivation. And I think we're going to title this um, podcast episode COVID growth because i feel like that sounds cool or covid motivation i don't know that sounds pretty cool too um yeah i think covid motivation we'll leave it at that so as always stay happy stay positive and remember that being tired is a state of mind